At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Ever since I was a little girl, I loved to draw cats. At first, they were just scribbles, not too different from what a typical child draws. Cute muzzle, whiskers, more whiskers, a tail, and a little mouse under the paw. But every year, I drew better and better. I drew everywhere I could, with chalk on the pavement, with pencils in my notebooks, on the walls of my bedroom, on the walls of my parents' bedroom. Oh, I got in a lot of trouble for that artwork. While my peers were learning the multiplication table, I secretly filled hundreds of notebooks with cat faces. Hi, my name is Amanda, and I love to draw. But there is one thing that always surprises everyone. I only draw cute and sometimes weird cats. I tried to draw dogs or even people, but they came out looking kind of weird. My mother always wondered, Amanda, why don't you draw mountains or flowers? Why cats? <laughs> because they're cute, I answered my mother's question. It's so obvious, but my mother kept asking me why not something else, as if there could be anything better than cats. My classmates didn't share my interests either. They constantly mocked me by calling me names. Amanda, raised by a family of cats. But I wasn't offended at all. I thought it would be really cool if I was actually raised by a family of cats. And the older I got, the stranger my interest seemed to everyone. Amanda, maybe you should try art classes. Maybe they can teach you to draw something else. My mother sounded like a broken record. God, not that, I thought. But my mom's words are like God's commandments. So the very next day, I was enrolled in a drawing class. Ugh, it was so boring. I had to draw geometric shapes, portraits of people, landscapes. It all seemed so boring and dull to me. I tried so hard, but the drawings didn't come out well. So I went back to my favorite cats. In high school, the situation got even worse. No one wanted to hang out with a girl with a strange hobby. Guys didn't pay any attention to me. They avoided me as if I smelled bad. But I didn't stop drawing, which really worried my parents. Amanda, how are you going to make money if all you know how to do is draw cats? I don't know. I'm not interested in that. Of course, we're the ones who have to sponsor your unusual hobby. Everyone kept saying the same thing. Amanda, you're ruining your life. Amanda, think about your future. Amanda, this isn't funny anymore. Mom, dad, teachers, even my classmates didn't understand why I was doing this. All they did was party and play games, as if they had a bright future ahead of them with all of their hobbies. I brushed off their advice and kept reminding them, I know what I want. Mom would roll her eyes and stepped back for a while. In the end, I failed to get into college, and every day I listened to the same old thing over and over again. I told you! But soon, everything changed. A famous artist noticed my work on Instagram and offered to study for free at his art academy. Before I said okay, he said, you'll draw what you want. Well, that suited me just fine. Instead of working at McDonald's, I'll be drawing whatever I want. I couldn't tell if my mother was happy about the news. 
At the academy, everyone did what they wanted to do. There were students creating sculptures out of waffles. Someone was painting with drinking yogurt. All in all, a paradise for weird artists. I spent my days drawing cats, mastering my skills. One day, I was told to come up with a story for my drawings. Aren't you sad that your cats have no story? I never really thought about it, I answered. And I started to wonder what kind of story my cats might have. In my head, they were then explorers of the distant frontiers in space, or part of the great war against dogs, or superheroes, or samurais. But I liked that my cats were ordinary, that their whole story is inside them. We can only guess about what they've been through. So I gave up on the idea of making comic books. Also in high school, I finally made some friends, Colin and Ruby. Colin carved figures out of wood, and Ruby drew surreal portraits of people. They loved my paintings right away. Awesome, Colin said as he looked at one of my paintings. We often walked together and went to cafes to think about where we were going next or just to distract ourselves with delicious pancakes. My parents still thought I was into some kind of nonsense. When they visited me, my mother kept saying, what kind of education is it if you do whatever you want? Well, at least you go to school for free. There was a boy at school that we didn't get along with right away. Derek. He was like me, only worse. Derek only drew dogs, which I personally thought was ridiculous. He'd often come up to me while I was drawing and say, What are you wasting your time for? Cats aren't cute. They have no emotions at all. They'll forget you the minute you stop feeding them. I preferred to ignore his stupid remarks. There was a rivalry between us. We were the best in our group, so we both qualified for scholarships, which allows students to open their own studio. And I wanted it more than anything. I even drew a sketch of the studio. Of course, there would be a lot of cats. They would come and live there if they wanted to, and I'll draw them. But first, I have to beat Derek and his dogs. Each of us, according to the Academy rules, had to organize an exhibition. I chose my best work for it. The exhibition usually lasted several days. It was attended by other students and anyone interested in weird art. I worked very hard to put the pictures in the best possible order around the room. Colin and Ruby helped me. When we were done, Colin remarked, It looks nice and creepy at the same time. Kitties of bizarre shapes and colors stared at visitors from every direction. The first day of the exhibit was a success. Everyone loved my paintings. People looked at them for a long time and then asked who the artist was. That was the best compliment. But the next day, when I went back to the gallery, I found that all the paintings had been stabbed with a knife. I went into a stupor and was speechless for hours. When I came to my senses, I immediately realized who was behind it. There was only one person who didn't like my paintings that much. Well, maybe my mother too, but she certainly wasn't here. When I invited my mother to the exhibition, she said, Baby, I'd come, but I've seen enough of your cats over the years. So, Derek. Clearly, he's jealous of me. His dogs aren't as good as my cats. They're vicious, and not many people like them. I waited until dusk and stormed into Derek's room with a bat. Of course, I didn't intend to hit him, just to scare him a little. When Derek saw me, he almost peed his pants. Did you do this? I looked like an angry Terminator. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. You ruined all my paintings. I grabbed my bat tighter and moved toward Derek. Okay, I'll fix it. It's too late. What do you want? I thought for a second and then said, Admit that cats are better than dogs. Derek cringed, but he still let it out. Okay. 
Cats are better than dogs. That's better. I could have complained about the jerk, of course, get him expelled, but I decided to keep it between us. Finally, I swung the bat and smashed the statue on the nightstand. It's my roommate's, Derek said. Oops. Derek has been avoiding me ever since and stopped making snarky comments about my artwork. Eventually, I managed to win a scholarship. I used the money to open my studio. It took me a long time to restore my work. Ruby and Colin also worked with me, and after a while, I started getting my first orders. That's how gradually my kittens started to conquer the world. One of the biggest companies invited me to make a mascot for them, similar to my paintings. The fact that my work was in demand strongly surprised my parents. They couldn't understand why someone would hire an artist to paint a huge blue cat on a wall. My paintings became a big hit with collectors. They wanted to buy up all the pieces, even the children's ones. The wallpaper from my room that I drew on with colored pencils when I was five years old was taken off the wall and sold in pieces at auctions. I made millions of dollars. In interviews, my mother would say, we have always supported Amanda and encouraged her passion. I decided not to remind her how it drove her crazy to have an entire house filled with pictures of colorful kitties. After a while, I began to have imitators. They drew cats too, but in a different way. It was cool. And the apotheosis of my fame was a huge statue of a cat, which was built from my drawing. Now, in the central square, you could see a big, cute thing stretched out on the ground. I found out one day that Derek never managed to sell any of his paintings. He even considered quitting painting. Dogs weren't particularly in demand, which wasn't surprising. I noticed Derek once at one of my shows. I went up to him and asked, I hope you don't want to cut up my paintings with a knife. Derek smiled and replied, No, I'm sorry. I'm still embarrassed that I decided to do such a desperate act. Yeah, okay, forget it. We chatted some more, but soon my manager reminded me that I had to entertain the other guests, especially my biggest patrons. Ugh, one of the unpleasant duties of an artist. Next day, to my surprise, Derek texted me. He invited me out for a walk. When we met, he seemed a little disappointed. He was obviously worried that no one was paying attention to his art. Come on, there'll be long lines at your shows, you'll see. Remember Van Gogh? Van Gogh died in poverty and obscurity. Besides, if Van Gogh had Instagram, he'd be famous for sure. <laughs> Probably, I agreed. We took a long walk through the park. We ate ice cream, discussed art, plans for the future. I was even embarrassed that I had once stormed into his place with a bat and almost beat him like a piece of meat. After a few more dates like that, we started seeing each other. We fooled around together, went to museums, and laughed about how funny Dolly was. I wish I had a mustache like that. Like antennas to communicate with extraterrestrial civilizations, Derek joked. <laughs> and after a while, success came crashing down on his head as well. Some collector from China accidentally saw Derek's work and decided to buy every single one. That's how my boyfriend got rich too, and opened his own studio right across the street from mine. Sometimes there were unpleasant situations. For instance, the dogs that Derek brought along for some reason started chasing my cats, and I had to chase them away with a mop. But there was one good thing about our studios being so close. During breaks, we had coffee together, and just like in the old days, made fun of each other's work. I didn't like dogs, the way Derek didn't like cats. But we loved each other. Who do you like better, dogs or cats? Write your answers in the comments.